Hey everyone, this is Katie. In honor of the Black Lives Matter movement, you're not going to be hearing from me today, but instead you'll be hearing from my good friend, Sharita Gaskin. Hi, my name is Sharita, and I'm just here to talk about how it's okay to not be okay, especially during these times. In this episode, you'll hear Sharita reference in this video. It's because this is a video she posted on her YouTube channel, and I will link that information in the show notes. Thank you, everyone. I'll catch you later. It's the gayest part of your day. Sit back and grab a shot Hi, you guys. My name is Sharita, and I'm not okay. I'm not. Uh, today, I really just wanted to turn on my camera and talk. I don't know where this video is going, but we're just going to talk. That's what we're going to do, because right now, I need to talk things out. So, a couple... So maybe like a week and a half-ish ago, there was a woman by the name of Amber Cooper. And if you guys really want me to dive deep into that, I can do another video. I actually had a video planned out, like I had talking points and I was gonna talk about it, but we'll get there in a second. Amber Cooper, a white woman, called the cops on Christian Cooper, a black man. When she called the cops on him, now mind you, long story short, it was over nothing. She, she told him, I'm calling the cops and I'm telling them that there's an African-American man threatening my life. Then she proceeded to call and shed the most white woman, white tears I have ever heard in my life. She was backing up into a corner all whilst choking her dog and was screaming. She was panicking. Anybody who was on that other line probably thought her life was truly threatened. And a lot of people were upset because she used her white privilege against this black man. And a lot of people were giving the excuse, well, nothing happened to him. Well, nothing happened to him. That's not the problem. The problem is something could have happened to him. And we can't call the cops on innocent black men for nothing, knowing that they are a target. When she said she, she was calling the cops and she was gonna say that there's an African-American man threatening her life, why did she need to include race? She could have said there's a man threatening my life, but she threw in those two words, African-American, because she knows that they are a target. She knows that people see black men and women differently than any other race. She knows this. So after everybody reamed her a new one, but then you still have these people going, well, nothing happened, nothing happened. She just called the cops, handled this in court, blah, blah, blah. The very next day, George Floyd happened. The next day. And if you guys are living under a rock and you don't know, George Floyd was murdered by four police officers. Yes, there was only one on his neck, but there were four cops there. And every single one of them failed him. The cops were called on George Floyd because of some kind of fraud. Whether it was check fraud, whether it was counterfeit, like a counterfeit bill, whatever it was, it was fraud, which does not equal a death sentence. That cop knelt down on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds until he died. The whole system failed him. 
He did nothing. He did not resist. And even if he did resist, kneeling on somebody's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds while he is actively screaming, he cannot breathe, is not okay. Why was that not enough for him to get off of Mr. Floyd's neck? It's not okay. Growing up, I remember my mom having to teach my brother when a cop pulls you over, if a cop pulls you over, keep your hands on the steering wheel, don't talk back, don't resist, don't do this, don't do that. But we are now learning that none of that works. We are learning that that does not mean anything. You cannot resist and they will still beat your ass or kill you. Doesn't matter. You can run away, they will shoot and kill you. Why are we shooting and killing people that are running away? I don't care what they did. You are, you as a cop, your job is to protect and serve, not kill. When George Floyd happened, it woke a lot of people up. A lot of people were like, oh my God, I can't believe a cop would do that. I, I did. I knew a cop could do that. How do I know? Because we, we, and by we, I mean a lot of black people have been talking about this shit for years. Do you guys remember when Rodney King happened and it was on tape and I don't care that he was on PCP. They beat the dog shit out of him. For what reason? And the cops got away with it. Why? Because they are a racist system and it starts at the top. It starts with racist leaders. It starts with white privilege. It starts with what they are spewing into your minds. Me growing up as a black child, I thought white was right. Not because of what my parents told me or didn't tell me, but because of what I saw on the TV, what was represented to me. It was always a white TV show. It was always white music artists. It was always white everything. So that sets a standard. That in your head is like, oh, so maybe this is how all white people are. They're all perfect. How were black people represented? They were represented as the help. They were represented as the funny comedian sidekick. They were represented as thugs. They were never represented as a doctor, a lawyer. They were never represented as beautiful. None of that. None of that was represented. And when black people spoke out, what were, what were black people told? Well, if you don't like it, go make your own. So what happened? BET happened. And then what? Oh my God, I can't believe there's a BET. That's racist. What happens if there was a W.E.T.? Well, America, W.E.T. is CBS. W.E.T. is ABC. W.E.T. is Lifetime. W.E.T. is TNN. Is that even a thing anymore? See, TNN? Anyways, how does that get fixed? You know how that gets fixed? You hire black people. You hire diversity. I, as a straight woman, 
could not sit here on my platform and talk about how gay people are discriminated against. I've been discriminated against as a black woman. I've seen the LGBTQIA community. I've seen people in that community be discriminated against, but I cannot speak for them. So you cannot have white producers producing black TV shows because we do not have the same experiences. We do not have the same struggles. It's unfortunate that it took what happened to George Floyd for people to actually go, oh, maybe there is a problem. How come you guys just didn't listen to black people to begin with? Do you know what my Twitter name is right now? Sharita, I told you so, explains it all. Because I've been telling y'all the same shit for years, but nobody wants to listen. And we are mad. We are pissed. We are pissed to the highest point of pissivity. When are you gonna start listening? When are you going to stop silencing our voices? I was just on Twitter and ColourPop, um, ColourPop, which is a makeup brand, decided that that they wanted to show black creators on their on their Instagram page or their Twitter page or whatever it was. Black people have been pushing ColourPop for a long periodically time. And it took the death of George Floyd for them to go, ooh, maybe we should start showing more black faces while Neon MUA and Killer King started a whole hashtag called ColourPop Me Black. And even that wasn't good enough for y'all to put black faces on your page. And I am tired of this performative bullshit. I'm tired of people saying black lives matter or I'm tired of people retweeting shit about black lives on their platform. But then in about two days, they're going to go back to their bullshit. They're going to go back to excusing their racism. They're going to go back to excusing why they think why they think cultural appropriation is okay. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. This is happening in all communities, every single community. It's happening in the makeup community. It's happening in the booktube community. It's happening in the sports industry. Drew Brees got on camera talking about, oh, I, I'll never understand why, why Colin Kaepernick took a knee, but then he wanted to do the, the, uh, the blackout. He wanted to participate in blackout Tuesday for black lives matter. If black lives truly mattered, you would understand why Colin did what he did. You don't have to agree with it, but you would understand. So miss me with the performative bullshit because that's exactly what it is. Performative. And for all these people that are going hard right now, Logan Paul, I'm not mad at what he said. And if you guys don't know what he said, follow me on Twitter. It's somewhere on my timeline. Logan Paul did a podcast and there was a, a section and it was beautifully said slash written because I, I doubt he wrote it. But the point is him as a white man used his white privilege to put it out there to his white viewers. Now, in a couple months, I don't want him doing racist bullshit. I don't want him to do it because it's performative. He was saying it because right now it's a trend. 
My black life is not a trend. George Floyd's life is not a trend. Miss me with the performative bullshit. If you truly mean black lives matter, then black lives matter, period. It's not good enough to just not be racist. You need to be actively anti-racist. Call out your friends, follow, support black content creators. How is it? And I will forever bring this up until, until it changes. How is it that Jackie Ina, as a black beauty guru, has 3 million subscribers? She has the most subscribers out of all black beauty gurus. But James Charles has 19 million subscribers, almost 20 million. Do you not see the issue? Do you not see the issue? There's not one black beauty boy who has 1 million subscribers on YouTube. I'm gonna be selfish and talk about myself. Some people call me a drama channel, some people call me a commentary channel, whatever. I have not even 5,000 subscribers. My counterparts, have, I don't know, 300,000 subscribers. If that's not white privilege, I don't know what is. White privilege is everywhere. Support your black counterparts. There is a room at the table for everyone. If you haven't watched 13th on Netflix, promise me you will watch it. It is a documentary about the 13th Amendment and basically how systemic racism works in the United States. Check on your black friends. We were not okay. We are tired of carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. We're tired of explaining ourselves and nobody listening. We're tired of always being right and nobody apologizing. We're tired, we're exhausted, we are mentally drained. If you don't think racism is still an issue, then that's a you problem. You choose not to see it. If you don't understand why Black Lives Matter is a thing, then you choose not to understand it. I have been posting on social media for probably about a week straight and I will not stop. I'm tired, I'm angry, I'm hurt. I have a nine-year-old son. How am I supposed to explain to him that you are gonna be the target because of the color of your skin. When does he go from cute to a threat? When does that happen? And don't tell me it's how I raise him because there have been plenty of young black boys who are great individuals who have been murdered because of the color of the skin, because, because whoever felt threatened about him. Don't talk to me about black on black crime because it's a myth. Do you know that black people kill black people at the same rate that white people kill white people? But how come black on black crime is the only thing that's a thing? How come when rioters and looters are black, they're considered thugs, but when white people do it, they're just a bunch of rowdy teenagers or it was a celebration that went too far. How come I was always told, wow, you don't act black or Wow, you sound like a white girl. Do you know what that means? That means you're telling me that white people are inherently intelligent because I sound educated or white. Those words hurt. Those words dig deep. Those words sit with you for a lifetime. Don't tell somebody that because they act 
civilized that they're acting white. And don't tell somebody who's acting like a hooligan that they're acting black. No, tell them what they're acting like. When you see two white people fighting, start saying white on white crime. How about that? Change the narrative. When you see white people acting a fool, call them thugs. Things have to change. And don't tell me that that protesting does not work because you know what happens is protesters are protesting. Then you have these criminals who usually are not black people who are doing the looting and the rioting and that gets all lumped into one. Stop saying black lives matters, pro stop saying black lives matter protesters are looting and rioting because they're not. Looters are looting. Rioters are rioting. They're different people. They, they, they come from a different cloth. In fact, I saw a cop, I saw a group of cops who are, who were marching down the street and all of a sudden they just start bashing in a car. For what reason? And then guess what they're gonna do? Blame it on who? They're gonna blame it on the protesters. They're gonna blame it on the looters. They're gonna blame it on the rioters. Enough, enough of that. And if you cannot see it, you don't want to see it. It's easy to not be racist. Google is your best friend. If you can read, there are a plethora of books to read. If you don't want to read, there's a plethora of documentaries. Stop making excuses for being racist. How do we change this? It starts at the top. It starts with our leaders. Stop voting in these racist white people. Do your job. And social media makes it oh so easy to find out who the racist people are. Look up the people who are on your ballot. There's, a, there's somebody who's trying to run governor where I live and somebody outed her as a racist. Guess who won't be winning? She won't. Start voting in people who care about the people. Stop voting in people who only care about themselves. Because if you look, it's nothing but rich, old, white, racist men. That's it. That's who's in charge. And I don't even, mm, don't even get me started on the president because that's a whole different conversation for a whole different day. I know I say this all the time, but hold your faves accountable. Hold them accountable. Stop feeding into their bullshit of, I'm not racist, I have a black friend. I'm not racist, my boyfriend is black. Stop feeding into that bullshit because that is not what makes a person racist. They've just learned how to hide it. Racism isn't just, ooh, I called somebody the N-word. No, racism is a spectrum. So, Nine times out of 10, when a black person tells you something is racist and offensive, it usually is. Hold your faves accountable. And I've probably talked about your fave on this channel, but does anybody watch? No. Why? Racism. I'm exhausted, y'all. That's honestly all I can say. I don't know what else to say, but please check in on your black friends and and support more black people. And please don't expect black people to educate you because all the tools are there. Google is free, the internet is free, Twitter is free, Facebook is free. 
Um, I'll see you guys later. We've laughed. We've cried. We've given our advice. We've given advice. Now go forth and live with pride. Yeah, live with pride. Out to adults.